I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. There is, however, still one medium helping millions of people to discover new bands or dive into other genres, and that medium is video games. And RNZ studio operator Jeremy McLean is both a self-confessed music nerd and uh, he's also been promising producer Tim that he would come on the show and chat a bit about the influence video games have on music and vice versa. Jeremy has come through on that promise and he's sitting eagerly anticipating this in the Wellington studio now. Kia ora. Kia ora. Did you, you hear that, um, did you hear that Tony Hawk track before? Uh, no, I didn't. I was getting dinner. Okay, well, it was Superman by Tony Hawk, and it was literally Good like, f- for me, it was like stepping into a time machine. Yeah, yeah, there's there's quite a few tracks like that for me that I can just hear, and I'm back in the game, and yeah. it's, you get this like weird sense of like, oh, I'm in this place, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, music can do that, I suppose, because when, we um, when, we when we were thinking about this, I was trying to think of my earliest memories of video game music. And I think it was the um, from da dum da dum computer music um, from Pokemon Blue yeah. on the on the Game Boy. Would, would that match up with your timeline as well? Just about. Oh, I'm about. I'm 24. So. <laughs> oh my goodness! Are you really? I didn't realize you were that young. Oh. So my, I mean, I probably remember stuff earlier. Probably like Lego games, right? Especially yeah. hearing John Williams music and like Lego Star Wars, right? But um, yeah, I I clearly remember. Um, Halo Three, yeah, with its big orchestral music and the like, kind of dramatic title, totally. with, like the main menu title screen with this like ambient, oh, the, the Gregorian chanting that then gives way to like the the six eight drum beat and then yeah. just yeah. and then you hear like a heavy metal guitar coming, <laughs> there's some riffage over it. Yeah. It's fair to say though that things have come a long way since um, those days and games often are you know as we as I said before, you know, they're a way to introduce people to music. And so maybe we'll start with some series that have annual releases or, or pretty regular releases that this has become a sort of a part of their business model, FIFA and Forza Horizon. Tell us about these games. Yeah, FIFA especially is like a big thing for this phenomenon mm. where um, like in the very late 90s, uh, what's his name? Steve Schnur, the, the president of music at EA, was kind of facing this issue of the market for games were very young at that point, and the music that the sound of that was the sound of sport was like seventies, eighties, like stadium anthems, like ACDC and right. Queen, We Are the Champions, and that kind of thing. And he was getting a bit fed up with it, um, and kind of looked to smaller, more niche groups, and kind of went to bands like The Strokes. Um, 
Blur's song too was, yeah. was, was on yeah. FIFA 98 and that was a big deal. It was a big deal. And I remember, so um, the first computer game I ever like played on a computer that wasn't a Game Boy game was FIFA 2000 and it had a song called Sell Out by Real Big Fish on it, which oh. was kind of <laughs> like the Superman song, that, that, that sort of short-lived like ska punk was really mainstream <laughs> at that time. And again, just an absolute bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had a bit of a rediscovery of Real Big Fish not too long ago, and they were ridiculous. It's tremendous stuff, (laughs) you know, like a a punk song with, like, trombone in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But FIFA more recently has kind of taken on more of, like, an indie electronica sound, Mm. and you have this thing where uh, this, this, this weird community of people not really weird, but just massive community of people who spend hours, you know, just playing these games and listening to these songs on repeat mm. every time they play FIFA. And, like, there's been a few New Zealand artists that have had some massive success with this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, David Dallas, who was a, like, really good hip-hop artist from New Zealand, he was the title menu music, the first thing you sure. heard when you opened the game up um, on, I think, like, FIFA 10 or something. It was a right. song running. Uh-huh. Like, a really cool way to open a game because it's it's cool it's very relaxed chill music but it also kind of sets this atmosphere um when you play the game that's very like hangouty yeah like and you often- for, for, fifa for people i'm not sure whether you've seen this oh, but yeah. fifa for people who, who who aren't familiar is like a football a soccer football simulator game it's the biggest one in the world by by absolutely miles by a massive margin yeah um I think, um, speaking of New Zealand artists who were on FIFA games, I think Supercut by Lord was on a, one of the FIFA games, wasn't it? In yeah. Like FIFA 18 or something it would have been? Yeah, one of the more recent ones. Uh, my my brother was always the one that played FIFA, and I just sat there waiting to <laughs> go on nice. the Xbox. Yeah. So I only really, I think he left the house at, in 2015 or something. So uh-huh. I've only ever played up to 14. But I looked at <laughs> some, of the, um, some of the more recent playlists that people have put together, and it's like some really cool niche stuff that I wouldn't have heard of outside of uh, looking at FIFA, even as someone who's actively looking for new music all the time. Totally. Yeah. So we're going to play a track from FIFA. What what year is this? FIFA 12? I think this is FIFA 12, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and tell us about the track that, we, that we're going to play here. Um, so this is another New Zealand act. This is um, The Naked and Famous, which a lot of New Zealanders will probably remember kind of took over the radio waves and it had this massive, like, glitzy, synthy, EDM pop sound. Um, and they were also pretty uh, pretty big in video games. Mm. And that kind of took over their career in a way and that a lot of people in New Zealand, I don't think, might realise is that overseas they weren't a big deal until FIFA 12 and also... Uh, car game Forza Horizon mm. um, featured the song heavily um, in, in both installments from 2012 so it was kind of all over but yeah let's hear a little bit of it
What a bop! Yeah, good tune, eh? I love the drums in that song. They feel so um, primal, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. yeah. Just massive. coming and crashing through. Oh, sensational yeah. stuff. I mean, it's a massive sounding song uh, as well. Yeah, yeah it's uh, sensory overload. Um, your next song is from a game called Death Stranding. Is that right? Yes. And it's a completely different whole world of gaming yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I hadn't heard of this. Tell us about this game. Um, so this is an, like, an extremely high-budget game uh, that Sony basically gave the director, Hideo Kojima, uh, a blank check. And in some regards, he's like the Tarantino of games and in, in that he's very, like, you know you're playing something by him mm. and there's very weird quirks right. to a lot of his stuff and it's like... Yeah, it's it's a bit weird in a lot of regards, but it also deals with very serious matter. Mm. And whether it does that well or not is always a question. Okay. Yeah. So is it, I mean a lot of the a, a lot of Japanese games are kind of like that though, right? Like I'm 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 still playing Elden Ring, which is a, mm. a from software game and it, again, maybe not so much in the musical side of things, but it's like, like as you say, it's so distinctive you absolutely know that you're playing a game from a certain developer and that I guess that's kind of the holy grail in the video games world, right? Yeah, and I, I think I think the thing that makes Death Stranding so unique is Hideo Kojima had like um, he'd, he'd come from making uh, stealth action kind of shooter games, mm-hmm. which were very clear and to the point and very direct. Uh, Metal Gear Solid was the name of the series. Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid Five had a um, massive marketing um, ploy, but he got kicked out of um, the studio he was with, Konami. And uh, after that, Sony picked him up, and he made this game, which is you walk, essentially. You walk through a post-apocalyptic America that looks like Iceland, mm-hmm. and it's very quiet. And the, the actual core things you do in the game, like in Call of Duty, you might shoot a gun, mm-hmm. right? Or in Forza Horizon, you might drive a car. Yeah. In this game, it's literally that level of detail put into 
walking, being right. a delivery person. It's, it's and I guess that links in quite nicely with the music because the music or the sound and the environment that you're in is core to the game. And so what you hear is is, is really crucial in a game like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I think something to mention with this music is you play it, as you play the game, the music kind of is, is very clearly decided when it plays. So in right. FIFA, for instance, it's a simulation game. So when you're playing the actual football matches, you're not hearing any of the music, mm. but it's when you're in the menus that you hear the music. And so when you're paused, that's when you hear Naked and Famous playing or whatever. And in Death Stranding, it's a very quiet game, and it kind of leaves you with your thoughts um, you know, just kind of wandering around. And then you get to the top of this hill and you might see a vista and you hear this music by this artist, Low Roar. And it just, all of a sudden, you get this feeling of euphoria mm. or climax in some regards. And it's 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 quiet, you know, like it's it's a big moment, but it's a very quiet feeling. Mm. And it's very lonely in, in some regards as well. So tell us a bit about the the track that you're going to play next. The artist, as you mentioned, is Low Roar, which is an Icelandic musical artist, is that right? Yeah, I I, can't, I don't actually have his real name um, with me, but he uh, he he was he was quite a small artist at the time when he first released a lot of this music, um, mostly known in Iceland. But then, you know, he uh, Hideo Kojima was working on the game, and he was. Um, in Iceland, and he just happened to hear it on the radio, fell in love with this music, and then a few years later, the first trailer for Death Stranding um, releases, and it's got Norman Reedus from uh, 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 the Walking Dead series. He plays Daryl Dixon, for anybody who's seen that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's got Norman Reedus naked on a beach surrounded by dead whales, hence the name Death Stranding, and this baby who's got an umbilical cord attached to him, and there's this very eerie song by Low Roar, and then all of a sudden, within the space of a year, Low, Low Roar's listeners on on Spotify went from like ten, fifteen thousand, thirty thousand to four hundred and fifteen thousand monthly listeners, which is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Alrighty, should we get to it? Yeah. Here is Saint Eric's Plan by Low Roar. Down in a hole, a stealer untold, waiting there, controlled by the phone. Love does your mind. Lay close to mine And will we wear our skin Or will we age like one Dairy 
Yeah, I can see how that would um, fit in well to yeah. an especially sort of emotionally um, affecting moment of a video game. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's very cinematic, you yeah. know? Very blanket term, but it just, it feels like you're having the moment, you know, like the camera's doing a close-up on you. And it's just, it's an amazing moment in the game every time it happens. We're talking video game music with RNZ's uh, Jeremy McLean. We've got a few songs to get through. So tell me about music and the Fallout series, please. Yeah, um, Fallout, much like um, FIFA and, and Forza Horizon, Fallout's music kind of plays in in-game radios that you can kind of listen to wherever you are and it, it like in the way that Lo raw uses music for cinematic quality and fifa uses it for like hangout vibe um fallout uses it for world building a mm. lot of the music that you hear in it is like 50s pop songs we're going to play uh a, an ink spot song and maybe a marty robbins song um and you kind of get this interesting sense of world because it's a world that was so reminiscent of America's golden age, the 50s, and then a big nuclear disaster happened and kind of time has been stuck and there's like cults of people who worship Elvis Presley because they think he was a god and that right. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've got two tracks. Um, the first is by The Ink Spots. It's called I'll Keep Coming. As long as I have you Though there be rain and darkness too I'll not complain I'll see it through Poverty May come to me It's true But what care I As long as I have you I'll goodbye To the town of our free road A stranger one fine day Hardly spoke to folks around him, didn't have too much to say. No one dared to ask his business, no one dared to make a slip. The stranger there among them had a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. It was early in the morning when he rode into the town. He came riding from the south side, slowly looking all around. He's an outlaw, loose and running, came the whisper from each lip. And he's here to do some business with a big iron on his hip, big iron on his hip. 
In this town there lived an outlaw by the name of Texas Many men had tried to take him and that many men were dead He was vicious and a killer, the youth of 24 And the notches on his pistol numbered one in 19 more One in 19 more Now the stranger started talking, made it plain to folks around Was an Arizona ranger, wouldn't be too long in town He came here to take an outlaw back alive or maybe dead And he said it didn't matter, he was after Texas Red After Texas Red Wasn't long before the story was relayed to Texas Red Our international, it's Big Iron by Marty Robbins from the Fallout video game series. We're talking video game music with RNZ's Jeremy McLean today. Uh, I just got a text in from someone saying, you cannot talk about gaming music and world building and not mention the granddaddy of them all, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And that is, um, that's an interesting shout there one, isn't it? Because the Grand Theft Auto video game series is often set in different periods of time. And the music is really used to sort of ground you in that particular place and time, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think one of the... I mean, especially with San Andreas and... Um, Vice City. Vice City, yeah, yeah, with yeah. that big 80s power totally. chord music and that kind of thing. But I think the other thing that's really interesting, which uh, they've done a lot more in the Grand Theft Auto V online mode, is they've they've gotten DJs like Flying Lotus and Moody Man, who's like an original, I think... Chicago or Detroit techno uh-huh. or house like DJ they've gotten these people to come on and like do their own mixes uh, in in-game nightclubs and on radio stations in there so there's a real big connection between the um, cultural communities of the game uh, and the music as Gee. well as in the gameplay I love that yeah. that's great that's great and um, the Grand Theft Auto series is made by the Rockstar video game company and the last trick that you're going to play for us is from another Rockstar game called Red Dead Redemption 2 what's this about? Um, it's a it's a cowboy simulator which in in many regards is a lot like um, Death Stranding in that it's very clunky and it's very slow mm. and uh, you know it's it feels like the inspirations for it are just as much like spaghetti westerns and John Wayne things as they are like Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian, one of my favorite books. Mm. And, you know, things like uh, No Country for Old Men and that kind of thing. Just mm. like gritty, down to earth, you know, like the main character contracts tuberculosis about totally. halfway through the game. Very immersive world too, eh? And it and takes, I, I mean, if you... If you want to do all of the optional things that you can do in that game, it, it could take you, what, three, four months of playing it every day to get through it. Yeah, and, and it's just, at, at every point, slows things down and gets you to really focus in. Mm. Like, if if you go hunting, for instance, you have to skin the animal, and mm. there's about, like, a 15-hour-long animation <laughs> for every single bear that you've got to kill or whatever. It's 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 luxuriant is kind of the word for it. Um, You've got one last track, um, and maybe because we were almost four minutes to the hour, you want to bring it up under you when you are um, talking about it. But this comes in, in quite a, an impactful moment in the game, right? Yeah. So, I mean, in the story, you've just had, I mean, kind of if you think about it like the Odyssey, it's like um, Odysseus going to the underworld and then coming mm. back. 
and it's this moment that's very like uh, almost vindictive. You you get back to the mainland and some massive plot changes have happened, and um, you just you get put on a horse and you've got to ride across the map from one side of pretty much Louisiana, Texas to the other, mm-hmm. and you start to hear D'Angelo, and it's just everything gets quiet except for this and you're just riding all night long and it's just beautiful Jeremy McLean thanks so much it's been a blast cheers Emil have a good one I can't quite remember just what guided me this way
Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.